0: Today's episode of the show is brought to you by pristineauction.com, the best sports memorabilia site in existence. I want to let you know a few items that were won recently under $100. An Antonio Gibson signed jersey, $60.95. Ooh. A Debo Samuel signed jersey, 50 bucks. Ooh. Now that's a man. A Jalen Waddle signed jersey, $72. Keenan oh. Allen, 56 bucks. Go to pristineauction.com. Use our code BALLERS. BALLERS. When you sign up, and you'll get a $10 credit.
1: And, Clan, when it comes to losing weight, there's a lot of pressure out there to label foods good food or bad, and that can create unnecessary dilemmas. The holidays are here, right? We've got Christmas dinner. It's not just about how, you know, what good, food bad, is good or good, bad, and bad and the tough decisions. It's about... <clears throat> your relationship with food, and Noom is here to change how you see food with a psychology-based approach that looks not just at what you eat, but also how you eat, not making you feel guilt or regret. It's going to be a goal-based empowering experience. I'm personally down nine pounds. We're doing well over here, and Noom's Weight's uh, cognitive behavioral approach helps you better understand your relationship with food, build better habits, and 75% of Noom users finish the program and more than 60% of users engage with the program. that they, they keep the weight off for a year or more. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash footballers. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash footballers. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your host, Andy Holloway. Jason Moore and Mike Wright
0: Ah, Welcome in Tuesday, December 14th The Fantasy Footballers Jason Moore, Mike Wright, Andy Holloway Back with you yet again Into the fantasy playoffs, we go. Mm-hmm. Where we'll stop, nobody knows.
1: <laughs> At championships. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I mean, that's the plan. Yeah, we'll stop after week 17. I mean, we will be here for the week 18ers, right? right. And we'll be here after that as well. We'll be here <laughs> through the off season. Um And if you didn't make the playoffs, I hope you stick around, stay with us. We'll keep you entertained and up to date so that going into next season or in your Dynasty League... You can um, not miss out the last quarter of the season. There's a lot of football left.
0: It's true. We have footy awards at the end of the
2: year. We have the truth episodes at the end of the year. I got a good feeling for the muth uh, to get a footy award. <laughs> yeah. I got it's like caught it a a long shot, but I just I I got a gut feeling that he might take one home. Hmm. Okay, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's all up to the foot plan that is yeah yeah it's, it's not, not up, up to, to us well yeah. i
2: mean i do vote
0: right but you're a very small percentage well, and we wipe your vote out
2: oh sorry <laughs> you didn't know that no i didn't
0: twitter at the ff ballers you can find us on instagram instagram.com slash fantasy footballers the communities join the dot com and we uh you you two gentlemen i mean we're we're narrowing down the curse the home curse for the oh, par-
2: no for the arizona Cardinals. oh trust me it's 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 solved it's you yes yeah, don't worry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Arizona Cardinals fans I'm done. I will not go to any more games this year. I shoulder the blame. Yeah. When, you, when it is week 14, or I mean heading into week 15, and your home team has lost three games, mm. and I have been at two of them. Yeah, all home games, too. I recognize what is happening. Mm-hmm. I accept blame for the curse, and I shall remove myself from the stadium, yeah, we have not had a good. <laughs> we have
1: not had a good experience going to these games. We, we, we get a sweep for the home NBA Finals game. We lose. We go to the Packers game. We lose. We go to this game. We lost. So yes, on, from home, we will be watching from home.
0: I have it on good authority that Mike was driving his car a little too close to the stadium, the one that he wasn't at as well. You yeah. were on
2: the freeway, pretty close by. I was within a hundred mile radius. I apologize and caused some of the turnovers. No,
0: I, this game. The headlines here I mean James Conner was an absolute uh stud 9 for 94 in the passing game. Yeah, he was a stud in the passing game. Well, he looked like a wide receiver. Like these weren't all dump offs, right? These were a lot of these Correct. were downfield throws or broken plays. He had a one-handed catch that was mesmerizing. Apparently, I, apparently he leads the league in those. He's got 5 this year?
1: Yeah, it's it's he's really cool. And he was <laughs> he was dominant on the ground as well. I mean, obviously not yards per carry, but when he got near the goal line I mean, he's that was him. It was like sometimes, you know, oh, the the running back just walks in. There were a couple that were just stopped and he's like, No, Yeah.
0: yeah. fourth down it wasn't as good for James Conner. No. But uh, you know, the Cardinals were led in receiving by AJ Green, seven for one oh two. Yeah I, I want to talk about DeAndre Hopkins because he was only five for fifty four. He did get hurt at the end of the game. Cliff Kingsbury came out and said it's not long term. It happened when he was jumping up for a ball and somebody landed on him. But you know He hasn't had a 100-yard game this season. Right. And I know he dealt with the hamstring and missed some games. But you still look at it and say, how are you going to approach DeAndre Hopkins going into next season, right? And if this is all we get, no 100-yard games, I
2: mean, it's, distribution of the football. That's exactly what it is, is that they have more players on the team who are stepping up in the passing game. And, and Hopkins, an elite talent, but opportunity is what drives fantasy football. And if he is not gonna see the 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 just the grotesque thirty plus percent of the targets where everything just goes to hopkins then he he just he doesn't have the opportunity to be that top five elite guy who he will he's so good that he will give you spike weeks but he's probably he should be you know up in the ten to fifteen range
1: yeah he he is still um the probably the one of one of the best goal line wide receivers in football the targets were there last night again so he might not be one of the 100 yard regular basis wide receivers but when you're talking about fantasy i still don't worry about playing hopkins because you know he has eight touchdowns on the season he's missed a uh, a bunch of games could have had you know touchdowns last night certainly
2: they were trying to force feed it to him james conner also got hurt uh late last night i don't know how much the the broadcast showed of kind of the aftermath of the injury, you know at the game, so I had the the first hand experience where he kind of just he forced himself to stand in position for the final play because otherwise the clock was gonna run off, and the game would be over, regardless but as the as the fields were clearing, Connor went down like he was laying down on the field, kind of writhing in pain for about a minute before uh the, the training staff came and helped him walk off so i do, i don't have you, another update other than this is something that you need he, to pay attention to
0: monitor yes something to monitor <laughs> uh you didn't see that
2: oh the the uh string of tweets i think
0: there were three people that tweeted that <laughs> exact phrase right afterwards yeah well but, i but i can say follow something up to pay attention like he to. W- he was that might have been true but he was jovial and talking with people on the field after the game as well okay. so i uh, i can confirm that i don't know how severe anything really was, if it was cramping, any of that nature. On the other side of the ball, the much more productive side of the ball, Matthew Stafford was great. This was his best game in a long time. No interceptions. He had thrown a pick in several games prior. Sonny Michel was 20 for 79. They got the running game going. Cooper Cup is unguardable. Fifteen targets,
2: unstoppable.
0: No, I mean, they just – you have to double him. You have to bracket him or he will catch the football. It's just not possible. And he might even if you double him. But – Odell. I mean, this is another productive game from Beckham. Yep. Seven targets, six catches, 77 yards, a touchdown, and a bomb for Van Jefferson. So,
2: uh, wheels up for the Rams' offense. Certainly. And the I guess the, the biggest question here for the Rams is it's Sonny Michelle, who looked good last night at 20 carries, turned into 79 yards. What happens when Daryl Henderson is actually back combined – now back to back, very strong performances. Uh, Henderson has been great for fantasy football, uh, but I don't know if I would uh, just the eye test and this very anecdotal. But Sony Michelle has looked better on the ground as a runner in the past two games than Henderson has throughout the season to me. And the way that uh, uh, McVeigh has talked about Sony, does Henderson get his job back? Does this go to a fifty-fifty? Does this turn into Sony Michelle is? on the field a little bit more for the early downs. Like this is a very murky fantasy football situation I, I heading into the playoffs. I don't
1: think there's any chance that Henderson comes back and all of a sudden doesn't see the field and isn't involved. He, he's too talented of a weapon. Um, so the, the question then becomes is Sony much more involved now? Cause he pretty much wasn't really involved when Henderson Agreed. was there. You get a couple of, you know, carries a game. Um, I think that it's scary for fantasy. My guess is when Henderson comes back healthy, you're going to have a pretty split workload,
0: yeah, and there's a couple couple different situations that you can think of. There was part of me last night thinking that the Rams were in the Leonard Fournette category where you acquired a veteran running back in Sony Michelle that they're noticing can contribute in some meaningful ways and gains the trust of the coaching staff and it kind of you know would put Henderson in that Ronald Jones category where last year Ronald Jones was still the RB 16 then there's the then there's the Khalil Herbert David Montgomery mindset where it's like hey you're the starter you're the incumbent when you come back you were productive and we're just going to put you back out on the field and you're going to get the majority of the snaps and Sony will be worked in so I think all of those are outcomes I think all of those are realistic outcomes and I if I had to bet on anything, it would be a shared workload with maybe Henderson getting a couple extra opportunities than Sony.
2: Yeah. And if you go back to the beginning of the season, what I'm remembering now is when they traded for Sony, uh, the quote at the time was, we want a running back who knows how to, who has experience playing in big games. And (laughs) these are big games now at this point where you, the Rams have to win. They're a game out of the division lead. They're they're still in the hunt for the number one overall seed. If if things just happen to shake out the right way for them, so it's this isn't me saying I'm benching Henderson by any stretch. Just it's definitely I'm shaking. like this is this is this is worrisome. Yeah, they might they
0: might split first and second down, and then maybe Henderson takes more of the thirds, and then that's your situation. All right, let's move on.
1: Where there's smoke, there's fire. Presented by Traeger Grills.
0: Well, Mike Davis. (laughs) Well, well, well. (laughs) Best two weeks of the fantasy season for Mike Davis the last two weeks. RB 16 and 17. 14.9 fantasy points against Tampa. 11 fantasy points against Carolina. I, I will be quick to give you the smoke um, okay. answer because he is not capable of fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh.
0: But, yeah, I mean, it's smoke. It's smoke. They they manage the reps for Cordero Patterson. If you Like, I have him on a bunch of rosters, so I was really wondering where in the world he was at the end of that game. He didn't play after the third quarter. He was on the bench. He was smiling. He was coming off an injury. They had the game in hand. And so – um I think you saw more of the running like the rushing attempts for Mike Davis were inflated because of that against Carolina. He had 11. I think the week before was more indicative. Four for 32. Four for 37. That reminds me of a Kenyon Drake. That reminds me of a Darrell Williams. That reminds me of you know, eight opportunities for Mike Davis. If you don't score, you're unhappy. So for me, it is smoke. Um, He is a desperation running back play for you because he, he could catch some passes. They do throw him the football, but um, that's where I weigh in. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, back-to-back serviceable weeks, and when you look at the box score and you see 17 opportunities, I think there is a temptation to say this is a guy that I I can rely on in a flex position, and, and I completely agree with you, Andy. You cannot. Um, I, I would put his opportunities, you know, his over-under of how many targets plus rushing attempts he's going to get, I would put it at eight and a half. Um that's, you know, uh, maybe he'll get nine. Maybe he'll get ten opportunities, a couple of targets, a couple of carries. But, yeah, if you watched that game, it really was all the fourth quarter when Mike Davis was getting that workload and, and Cordero was on the bench. That's not going to happen. So, barring an injury to Cordero, I am not starting Mike Davis.
2: Yeah, we'll make it unanimous. I'll go with smoke. But I'll say the, the thing of note is Wayne Gallman is no longer there. He is now a he's a Minnesota Viking. Is that correct? Yes, um, yes. Very important. He, uh, called he, up to the team. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about yeah. him. Uh, and Olsson fumbled last week, so that maybe you see uh, more of a timeshare of just the two of Mike Davis. I th- I think he is still worth a, a desperation flex play at the uh, against San Francisco because of the targets, uh, but it's it's still desperation.
0: Speaking of desperation, Big Ben. <laughs> smoke, fire, Big Ben, top 10 quarterback, three of the past four weeks. Uh, start of the week. He was the start of the week. You <laughs> picked your spots. He could be in contention this week for start of the week. And, yeah. Yeah, it's smoke. It's smoke for me. I That bar isn't um, – <clears throat> I mean, you're playing 10- or 12-person fantasy leagues, right? Right. And um, two of those three uh, amazing Big Ben performances were number nine. So, no, not fire. No, he's not really getting it together. No, I haven't seen stuff that makes me
2: think he will. What if I told you three weeks ago he threw one touchdown? Ah. And two weeks ago he threw two. Mm. And last week he threw. No, don't do it. Oh, no. Three touchdowns. Oh, my gosh. This week. Fellas, I mean, it's it's four. You know what's going to happen.
0: Is that a guarantee, a Mike Wright guarantee?
2: She, yeah, why not? <laughs> I have nothing to lose um yeah,
0: I mean it's it's smoke for me,
1: yeah, this is not going to be um who he is, rest of season, certainly, because you watch the games and it doesn't look pretty, I mean, we were joking that this was the worst start of the week of all time when the fourth quarter was starting, and then he. Did what he needed to do as a veteran to try to get back and win a super important game. Things went right for him. Um, Now, this week, I think you can stream him. So I'm not sure if that puts him all the way to fire. But against Tennessee, um, I believe this is a super important game for the Steelers. This is where you beat Tennessee is through the air. He has weapons with Deontay, who's, you know, unstoppable. Uh, The Muth has been Luth, so mm-hmm. I would be fine. And I know it's scary it's and sketchy playoffs. in the playoffs. I feel
0: like that would – i I'm going to give that fire. If you think you can play Big Ben in the playoffs, I feel like you're saying fire.
1: I believe that there are teams that could do worse than Big Ben this week. I think Big Ben will be a top-12
2: quarterback this week, but a back-end. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with one-week fire, uh, despite the four-touchdown call. They you know, are at home. It, it's looking at the, the the points allowed from the defense, you know, Going back to week 11, 41, 41, 19 against Baltimore, which 19 points allowed to Baltimore. That's like 40 points to a a regular offense at this point. And then 36 points allowed to the Minnesota Vikings. This is not just Ben is playing a little bit better. This is, they don't have a choice. They can't, they're not controlling the ball enough and their defense isn't holding their own that they have to throw. And with Julio Back and the, some semblance of a running game for Tennessee. I, I think that he is a very streamable quarterback this week.
0: Joe Burrow against Denver. Big Ben at home against Tennessee.
2: Oh man,
0: let's put it to the test.
2: That one, you, smoke uh, fire test. I'll still go Burrow there because of his, because Jamar Chase is elite and Higgins is fantastic.
1: I will go Big Ben there. I think I worry about Denver's defense far more than Tennessee's passing Certainly.
0: defense. Okay. All right, that was Where There's Smoke, There's Fire, presented by Traeger Grills. Grilling season never ends with Traeger. Go to Traeger.com slash footballers.
1: News and notes from around the league, presented by Sleeper. At the top, I want to
0: address – what is trending in the NFL right now, which is what we saw, A, I mean, Tyler Higby, last second COVID mm-hmm. uh, protocols, misses the game, may have been a false positive. More players were added to the COVID list this past week than any time previously in the entire COVID pandemic. So I want to throw out there at the top here, like you have three playoff weeks coming up you need to recognize the fact that this is probably going to be a regular occurrence and that players that you thought you had available, you know, this past week, Mike was about to start Jamal Williams gone in an instant. So it's likely this is going to happen. And so fantasy leagues as a whole and players, depending on your league, need to account for this. If you want your best shot at success, there's a chance that some of you out there are going to lose because of bad luck, I mean that's the truth. You might sure. just because you have a, a contingency plan. You know what?
1: I'm going to focus on some of you out there might win because of good because luck. of good luck. I, I, you don't call that good luck. <laughs> well, it's two sides to the coin,
0: right? But your opponent losing a player to COVID is not your strategy and success. But I get what you're saying. My point is is that leagues should do what they can to accommodate COVID situations with COVID IR or the things that you're doing last year. And then players are going to need to take it into account. You know, if you have a Monday night football game or a Sunday night, I would say those two are the big ones, where there aren't, you know, other options or time. You know, if a Thursday night player gets knocked out, you bench them, you pick somebody up in the next few days, you play them. Monday night football, you lose. If you have a key player on Monday night football or Sunday night, you need to have a key backup in that game as an emergency. Is my is what I would do going forward. I
2: totally agree with that, especially. Uh, I mean, we'll report the news as we get it, but like, if a teammate, especially a positional teammate, tests positive, that's when you need to be on high alert. And Andy's eyes just went gigantic because Alexander Madison is on the COVID list. And uh, I bring this up because look at the Miami Dolphins. Like, it was it was Gaskin first, and now uh, Savan Ahmed. Philip Lindsay, like, that entire room is now on the COVID list. And Keenan
0: Allen and then Mike Williams ends up on the COVID protocol yeah, list. Yeah, for,
2: for a close contact. So, like, it's it's hard to give the advice of just be ready because you can't be prepared for the, the, the things that you cannot prepare for. But if a teammate has COVID, then really – Really pay attention and try and get a back
0: Well, let's start with that bit of news. Vikings placed Alexander Madison on the reserve COVID list. He he was uh, reportedly unvaccinated. He will miss okay, Monday nights. Out. He will miss the game against the Bears no matter what. They claimed Wayne Gallman off of waivers. This will be, um, assuming Delvin Cook, I mean, he's that situation, right? So you could pick up a Wayne Gallman or you could pick up, um, I I will never pronounce that name right, but they have another back who plays on special teams whose name starts with an N that I need to do the proper research to understand how oh, to pronounce. Shoot. Yeah. I think I, know. um, like an in or something like that. Yeah. But, um, you, that's a, that's a plan. Like Dalvin cooks in the same room, right? So that would be one to pay attention to that being said, if he's active, he's getting every touch in that entire game. Yeah. He's Dalvin? not, lo- he's not losing one to Wayne Gullman or a backup right in the red zone. Like he did last week. So, Three hundred, four hundred yards, right? Um, <clears throat> sure. As someone who has them on a couple of rosters, Josh Allen day to day with a sprained foot. It's been reported as a mild case of turf toe.
2: That's what it was reported as initially. Yeah. Now it's uh, coming out as a sprained foot.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is in. Inco- I mean, if Josh Allen is active and you have Josh Allen, you are playing him. This is not news to you. That matters.
2: Well, it's news that you may want to throw a backup quarterback on your bench. Right. Right now, while while waivers are running, and you have more op- or more options at this point, that's fair.
0: That is very fair. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders will miss the this week's game with a knee injury. We have waivers on today's show. Gabe Davis will come up. Lamar Jackson, what's the latest?
1: He's got a low ankle sprain. Uh, John Harbaugh expects him to be available. That's what he has said, but you don't know if that's just Coach speak saying, yeah, my guys are going to play football. Um, But right now, they are preparing as if they're going to have uh, Lamar Jackson. I think you should prepare for the alternative because better safe than sorry.
0: And then you have Michael Carter expected to return. uh, Murky Jets backfield.
1: Yeah, uh, you have Tevin Coleman in the concussion protocol right now. Don't know if he'll be back in time. Carter was catching fire before the injury, so he is certainly um, someone to consider. I don't love the matchup against the, Miami. The yeah.
2: matchup stinks, but I would expect Michael Carter to come back to the primary role.
1: Kune nuwangu
0: Kune nuwangu
2: is, is, proper... is the
1: running back for the... Now, would you would you rather pick... Up him or Gallman on I, the waivers,
0: Nuwangu. Really, hundred percent. I've watched him play this year. He's outstanding, and I don't. I just don't want the news to be, um, like Wayne Gallman is a name you know, and the depth chart. It's you know not Wayne Gallman, so I would pick him up because I, you know he's going to get some touches
1: for sure. It's it's one of those weird, um, you know, things you can't really prepare for. But in my Worldview, if you're worried about the COVID rationale and the breakout, you worry about all the guys who have been there, who've been in that same room. He he would be one of them, so I might lean Gallman if it's a COVID protection Um, in case it, it goes to more than just Dalvin Cook.
0: Definitely could have still pronounced his name completely wrong. I'm seeing about five different ways to yeah. do it, so apologies if I did. Uh, DJ Moore, day-to-day, pulled his hamstring in the loss the Falcons Kareem Hunt unlikely to suit up so that's bad news this is why we didn't react with assurance that that Eckler was going to be fine because Mm -hmm. you know they came out and said oh Kareem Hunt could have gone back in the game how many times have you heard that I mean you heard that about Antonio Brown's
2: injury Mm -hmm. he played in the game
0: he hasn't played since That, that is
1: what's a
2: fair right? point yeah. yeah like not only could he have been back he was he oh, came yeah. back in and now he's been gone for that's crazy like, he, what a six weeks or maybe
1: something? he shouldn't have gone back in the game <laughs> maybe they should have sat him down maybe although he was great when he went back in that was the craziest part he played very well
0: right, i'm gonna take another shot guys you ready okay oh, let's hear it. okay A, wangu
1: okay
2: we we'll that, that's
0: from the minnesota website now all right. Okay. all right not the college website so i don't know if it's if to swap or nobody knows he may be the only one uh we've got uh tj hawkinson and deandre swift expected or hopeful to be back this week what so, so deandre swift could um from
2: uh, they were talking
0: about the ir and now he's back i always that's wonder about i'm ready ir i'm ready to play <laughs> you didn't know that
2: no, I didn't know about that list. What were you saying, Brooks? I always wonder about the, the reports when the coaches said they're hopeful that players will pe- be back.
1: I'm
0: I mean, just, I guess I'm always – if I'm the coach, I'm always hopeful, my yeah, guys. Exactly, yeah, exactly.
2: So, Just saying that that last week the reports out of Lions camp were the, the other IR, the I'm ready list – is different they really should rebrand that yeah. i mean you can you see that there's some confusion between the two i will yeah i, I do see that the <laughs> initials they, they, are the same
1: it was originally i'm good but then instagram became too popular and they were like oh we can't use ig yeah okay now it's i'm ready yeah
0: uh for what it's worth last week we thought tj hawkinson was
1: gonna play at this
0: point in the week
1: oh so yeah all all the way like, up,
0: oh yeah he's ready he's gonna play
1: all the way up uh past our thursday show was like yeah there, there's no worries whatsoever so they'll probably both miss, is that what we're saying? I guess. Stay tuned. I if I'm a Something lion to if, monitor. If like genuinely, if I am part of the lions if you're organization, a lion. if I'm a lion, Rah! hear me roar, um I would sit Hawkinson and Swift if they if they're worried I'm I'm just saying, like, you've got nothing to play for. You've got your win. Go get the number one they pick. They don't do this. I know they don't. They want to win games. And Dan Campbell's a man. How did
0: I not get the – how did we not get the um, <clears throat> The lion from
1: uh... – <laughs> <Yeah>, thank you, <laughs> thank you. That's why
0: I was surprised. All right, Rex Burkhead day-to-day with a hip injury. David Johnson's been activated from the COVID list. Foster Moreau day-to-day with a muscle strain. Wall- Darren Waller will follow that news,
2: see if he's back. And um, you did jump over the Mike McCarthy's feeling a lot better about running back Tony Pollard. That is true. So he may be back. <sighs> the Fakasha is put back together. Yeah, great.
0: Uh, Malcolm Brown will resume practicing for the Dolphins.
2: That is a very important. He could be the guy. That yeah. is a very important piece of news because Malcolm Brown is certainly on your waiver wire, and as of right now, that entire running back room. Is on the COVID IR, except for Duke Johnson, who was called up from the practice squad. But you have to presume that if Malcolm Brown is back and healthy, he would receive more reps than... Would you play him over Mike Davis? Malcolm Brown? If he was back and... and If, if, If the other fellas are out and Malcolm Brown is back and it's Malcolm Brown, Duke Johnson, yes. I would play Malcolm Brown against the Jets.
0: Other players on the COVID list, Kadarius, Tony, Cedric Wilson, Quez Watkins, Josh Gordon, and uh, Tyler Higbee last night as well. So that'll do it for News and Notes. Presented by Sleeper, the leader in breaking news alerts. Download the Sleeper app, join the breaking alerts channel, and get all of the news, and you're
2: going to need it over the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. And Foot Clan, before we get into the waivers, want to thank today's sponsor, Manscaped. It's holiday season. Maybe you don't know what to get as a gift, a stocking stuffer. Well, today's... Uh, sponsor manscaped they have the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition because manscaped they are the, the leader in men's grooming they have the best products the best uh body hair trimmer on the market and you can get the performance package 4.0 it's at the top of every man's wish list this year inside you're going to get the lawnmower that body trimmer i was talking about they have Uh, also they have deodorants, they have, uh, toners, they have, you get two free gifts. If you get the the performance package 4.0, that means you will get a pair of Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Not only do they have all those things, now they have shampoo, not just a shampoo, not just a conditioner. They powered up, they put them together. I don't know how we have figured this out scientifically, but here we are a two in one, a shampoo plus conditioner. They have body wash. They have... Clippers, they look. They have everything you need to groom and take care of your body. And right now, right now, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code FOOTBALLERS20. Once again, 20% off plus free shipping, manscaped.com with the code FOOTBALLERS20. And Fuciland, you know we want to thank Head and
1: Shoulders. Head and Shoulders Scalp Shield technology is never not working. Oh, to give you up. You went to, way too fast. Oh, I'm man. going. I'm going fast. I'm building to the end, man. Okay, I'll all get right. you. I'll get you in here. But they're never not working to get you up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Our Thursday never not working segment. I was thinking about this. We had just recently taken a look at some depth charts mm-hmm. and realized that we thought both T. Higgins and Jamar Chase could be played, and both Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham could be played, and all four were pretty good plays. That's a good point. Sounds like we were never, never not, working. not working! Regular use of head and shoulder scalp shield technology provides a continuous and <laughs> visible shield of protection against dandruff, itch, and dryness, renewing your protection every wash. Get up to 100% dandruff protection that is never not working with head and shoulders scalp shield technology available at walmart.com. Into the waivers we go. Put me in, coach.
0: I'm learning more and more about Ken A. Wongu right now. Yeah? <laughs> Mechanical engineering major. Woo! I will say Brains this. Brains and brawn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right, Jason. I uh, did not miss a game over his final three seasons at Iowa State. I will reserve... Like I guess it's waiver day, so you got to pick somebody up. But I I want to see what the team does about Wayne Gallman because the special teams value of of Wangu is significant. So maybe it's Gallman. I, the team would is going to come out and do something this week at practice to let us know. So if you're ensuring, I doubt either one's going to get picked up on waiver day. If you're the Dalvin right. Cook manager, just wait and see what happens, and then pick up who you who you can. So they play Chicago on Monday night. That will be very exciting if I don't have my games put away by then, all right, waiver time. I'm nervous, Jason. See this is the fantasy playoffs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right,
1: And I win or go home
0: yeah, and I you know I've got Al over there talking up a big game because he's got a bye week, and you know how Al gets oh, oh he's yeah. very talky, I mean, he's mouthy there's that one he's been hooting all week. he hasn't done nothing in the playoffs yet. But he's been hooting like he has. Well, technically.
1: I won't do anything next week either. Yeah, yeah so I te- know.
2: Technically, he's already won the first round. Yeah, that's how I view it. You got a, you got a free Boom, W. shakalaka. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you. You got anything to say about your Packers taking the one seed from the Cardinals?
2: Kill. Yeah, okay. All
0: right. Things are going good in your life, even though you're unemployed. Uh, all right. Bye weeks are over. It is time for the fantasy playoffs wide receivers. If you're looking for an option, look, Terry McLaurin could miss this week. Could be limited. Could be a player. You don't want to play anyways. If he's, if he's out there with a risk of the hamstring and then Jerry Judy might be on your roster and you're like, I don't want to do that to myself because I, I would not, um, or you have any giants wide receiver and you've been tortured in any myriad of ways. It's time to find somebody else. Now, Russell Gage, is he an option for you? If he's out there.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he had six targets again against Carolina. Uh, his line, if, if you're watching the game, four for 64 actually was very disappointing considering uh, I, I think it was three he started, of his, three of his yeah. receptions were like right away. And it seemed like Russell Gage was on his way to another massive volume game. But, yes, he is, he is an option as the number one wide receiver for, for Matt Ryan.
0: Okay, he's in the likely rostered already, as is Devontae Parker. But if they're both out there, Parker is a great pickup. How's the Jets? I'd prefer Parker. Um, oh, for sure. Got another week off, and so there's a lot to like about his situation. Yeah, he's not. He
1: could win some leagues. He is not widely available, but there's at least a third of leagues out there where Devontae Parker is available to pick up, and this week against the Jets. In, in fact, the, the, the entire yes. playoff schedule, uh, the Saints – are a great matchup, and the Titans are a great matchup for wide receivers. So Devontae Parker is someone you need to check for him first, and then if he's not available. um, And, and you know, there's maybe one other guy I would, I would put in that category.
0: I have five names that I want to bring up in the widely available, and you tell me okay. which one that is. K.J. Osborne. That's it. Rashad Bateman after the eight-target-seven-for-103 game. Jamison Crowder, who's facing Miami. Uh, we know that you're not going to have any more Elijah Moore this year. Gabriel Davis, no Emmanuel Sanders. He's been scoring touchdowns, but not prolific yardage numbers. And then uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, who had seven targets, plays Las Vegas. So those are the five names that I wanted to throw out there, and there are more. But how do you prior, like, what do you believe about those
1: guys? Yeah, I those would be my top five guys as well i think kj osborne is a very good pickup um we saw nine targets i know he only had three receptions but nine targets with adam thielen gone adam thielen's high ankle sprain i I expect he'll still be a couple of weeks um against chicago i would have kj osborne every single week that thielen is gone he would be in my fantasy lineup i think he's worthy of that and we've seen big plays from him Mm -hmm. so you know that he can get down the field um teams are just gonna have to do more and more to stop Justin Jefferson. So he's in. Um next up for me, I think, is Jamison Crowder. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh. yeah it was a,
0: it was a huge disappointment. I expected big things last week and six targets, three for nineteen. He didn't he played ninety one percent of snaps, which was a season high. So he was out there. He just was out there with Zach Wilson, which is one of the worst ways to be out there.
2: That was the biggest problem. <laughs> that will continue this week. I don't know if you're aware.
0: Does it have to? Yeah, uh,
2: it does. But Miami, their defense has been you know, very strong as of recently, but they can be exploited by slot-wide receivers. Maybe that turns into Braxton Berrios again, who was the leader for the Jets with 10 targets, but he only played on 27 total snaps. Like And, yeah, sure, targets per route run, that was a tremendous number here, but I would still put my faith in Crowder if you're going with the Jets.
0: It's so scary because Miami's coming off the bye, and it's in Miami, and Crowder doesn't offer you a ceiling. He really doesn't. No, So correct. that's where, like, if you want ceiling, I think you're looking towards – Gabe Osborne, Bateman, or Gabe Davis, and so if Osborne's already rostered, Bateman's rostered, that's half a leagues. Davis is only ten percent of leagues, so he seems like the highest upside, you, lowest roster
2: percentage. Are you still player confident in Rashad Bateman if Lamar Jackson is not the quarterback? Uh, no,
1: I feel like most of his targets were when Lamar Jackson wasn't the
0: quarterback. I'm not confident in Bateman at all. Okay, I don't have confidence. I just see the I see upside with a young. Highly drafted player that just put up a hundred yard game versus Jameson Crowder, but I am—I mean, we literally just came off a of Bateman Goose, so I'm not going to prioritize. Like, I'd probably pick up Gabe Davis over Rashad Bateman.
2: Now, the we we don't have an update on it, but Sammy Watkins did get banged up, um, on Sunday, and I think that. What? Yeah, <laughs> I know that, that that might surprise you, uh, but. The the goose was I th- was related to other wide receivers being played ahead of Rashad Bateman, and if Watkins is not available, so do you like him more than Gabe Davis? I no I w- I would go with Gabe Davis because I'm going to take the prolific passing attack. Do You like him more than Peoples Jones? Um, man, you get so Peoples Jones gets to take on the Raiders.
0: 92% of snaps, 23% target share. I mean, you called it early in the week. Yeah. They've had some injuries and Joku wasn't out there. No Schwartz.
2: Mm, uh, man, I think I'd I'd probably still play Peoples Jones over Bateman. Okay.
0: And then um how do uh, do you look at Crowder as a floor play?
2: Yeah, I, the only way I'm playing Crowder is if I'm in a full PPR where I can get 6 for 50 and then I'm I'm happy with that output.
0: I will throw Robbie Anderson's name out there because even though it's been painful. Sometimes you win fantasy championships with forgiveness. Mm, sometimes you you look independently on the week and and here's what I see on the week. You have a Buffalo team that is going to score a lot of points. And they're hungry. You have an injured DJ Moore, who is going to be day-to-day
2: this week. Yeah, that's that's a good point.
0: And you have Robbie Anderson, who played, you know, he had his best game of the year, 7 for 84 and a touchdown, with a hodgepodge of, I mean, every time he turned around, it was a different quarterback, and they still found him. So you could have, a, I mean, 12 targets playing from behind. I think this game script's similar this week. So I do think he is a little bit sneaky. You're, you're going to be, you know, crossing your fingers and toes, but... I don't know. I think you could do worse than Robbie this week.
1: Yeah, the DJ Moore news I think is is very very important. If if DJ Moore is active, I would not play Robbie Anderson. I I don't think that the twelve targets are bankable. Um, let alone that he's going to do anything with them. But if DJ Moore is out, then Robbie Anderson could do that. It's just scary in the playoffs to take a guy who is you know like Gabe Davis. Um. I'm more confident in because he hasn't really had his opportunity. Every time he's been given the opportunity, he's looked great. You haven't seen any bad play from Gabe Davis. Now with Emmanuel Sam Sanders out, you've got a player who's looked good, getting his opportunity in a good offense. Whereas, you know, with a Marvin Jones or a or you know a Robbie Anderson, they've just looked so bad all year.
2: It's tough to tough to trust. Well, so speaking of a floor play. Are you interested at all in Laquan Treadwell, who the past three weeks, four recept- at least four receptions and at least 50 yards, and he gets to take on the Houston Texans, followed up by the New York Jets. I'm
0: more interested in Marvin Jones than Laquan
2: Treadwell. Okay. But I I'm, i don't know Marvin Jones' roster percentage he, off the top of my head. It's almost zero.
0: Every league that I've been in, he's been sitting <laughs> out there on waivers.
2: Oh, look. But,
1: yeah, yeah
0: I, I'm more interested in, in Marvin.
1: I would agree with that. Where Laquan Treadwell <gasps> is interesting is maybe in a cash game where his price is so cheap on, on DFS that it's worth picking up. But if you're in the playoffs...
0: He got you shamed. No.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, he
2: did. He uh, Marvin Jones is rostered in... Well, he
0: was drafted in 100% of them, for sure. Sure. So. Um, I want to talk about running backs because there's some... <laughs> There's a there's a stud pickup to me which is Rashad Penny. Like Rashad Penny is the number 1 pickup of all waivers across the league. Do you guys disagree with that at all?
2: I I don't disagree that I'd spend everything on him. That when at this point of the season when a when a running back was getting talked up last week by his head coach as someone who probably did, he's like we need to give him an opportunity to be the guy goes out it's not his usage was was not spectacular uh the production was but he only had he played on in you know, a little uh, more than half of the snaps and that turned into 16 carries but monster production of 137 and two that was the houston texans now, unfortunately rashad penny is up against the rams who yes james Conner had a good fantasy output but on the ground james Conner was lacking in actual rush rushing production and Rashad Penny last last week, even with all those snaps and opportunities, only saw one target. I think
0: Rashad Penny will receive more than 15 carries in this game. Okay. I, I agree. And I think his his snap percentage will continue to trend up. If you watch the beginning of the game, they did some rotations to see who had a hot hand. Penny went out 16 for 137. They came out this morning. They said he deserves a shot of being the lead back. You know, this is the, a first-round running back that they have dealt with injuries for years. Like they don't have other options and it benefits them to finally see him on the field. I know that it's a bad matchup, but I know I can get 15 carries and that's why he's my priority. If I'm missing a
1: running back. Sure. I was, I was a little bit more hesitant uh, because Adrian Peterson will be back and healthy. That's the expectation for this week. He was a late scratch and then Rashad Penny was given the opportunity. But with Pete Carroll coming out and saying he deserves the chance to be the lead guy, I agree with you, Andy. He's going to get 15 carries, and he's the only guy on waivers that you can confidently say he'll get that, that type of volume. There are a lot of other good names. Um, this is not a bad week. It's just a matter of you got to be right. you got to call your shot because there was all these opportunities. Will Austin Eckler play? Well, I mean Thursday I Thursday too. Exactly. I think Justin Jackson is a great pickup and play, personally. Um I agree. If if Eckler misses, but we don't know yet if he'll miss. Um I lean towards he will not miss because Eckler has he's done this several times this year where he's had an injury, he's kind of played through it. He has really toughed it out. Um and I expect in the fantasy playoffs, Eckler being such a fantasy man himself. Oh man, he's not going to do that. He's going to play. He's
0: considering you.
1: He's considering his community. His community, yes.
0: Well, he's got to be healthy. He'd be scary. I mean, if he's active, it's still scary because he, you know, he left the game very. last week, and you have a very. It's an important game. It's Kansas City on Thursday. It so a horrifically
2: bad matchup.
0: I mean, if you if you end up with, uh, let's say you end up picking up Justin Jackson, you do have the luxury to drop him if Eckler plays drop him before the game have a roster spot you can use to pick up an insurance player for the rest of the week
1: um real quick because we talked about him in the news I think the Miami Dolphins backfield needs a little bit more light um I am on the Duke Johnson side more than the Malcolm Brown side Malcolm Brown is able to come back and practice there is not a clear indication whether he will actually play I think they're it's one of those, oh, we're hopeful we get him back because we need a running back, but we don't know that he's actually healthy yet. And if you watch what they did, and obviously they, they lost a lot of they lost all of their running backs to the to the COVID IR list, but they're bringing in Lamar Miller to work out. Um, You know, in, in several running backs, they were bringing in. So I think Duke Johnson, who plays that kind of Miles Gaskin role, that pass catching back against the Jets, he would be the the player of the backfield that I would pick. Um, and man, I just love playing running backs against the Jets. It's It's, great.
0: Yeah. I I think that's good analysis there. I think that, that that's the player you've seen lack of efficiency in the running game there, but you've seen the receiving work provide some value.
2: Well, not this year for Duke. Well, Duke hasn't done anything for Duke Duke Johnson.
0: I'm, I'm talking about the receiving game of existing players in Miami.
2: Oh, oh! I, yeah. I apologize. That's... Yeah,
0: like Philip Lindsay, or not Philip Lindsay? I mean, Miles Gaston, yes. Like he's been an inefficient, but yet found his way into the end zone. Um, is Jeff Wilson? He's anywhere. <laughs> Here's what I think: Like people want to know if you should drop him, but I also think he might be an under the radar start this week because if if you don't get Elijah Mitchell back, which is not a guarantee, Jeff Wilson has Atlanta on yeah. a, for a team that's winning ball games.
2: Yeah, is Debo playing?
1: <laughs> yeah, Je- Jeff has looked pretty, pretty good. But since Elijah's gone down, Debo has really become a half running back, half wide receiver for the team. He's Cordero and Patterson winning
0: all of those games. That's the thing; they win every game they've done that with mm-hmm. Debo. And yeah.
1: so you get around the goal line, and that's probably you know you you give Debo one shot, and I don't know that Jeff Wilson gets another shot because the drive might so would be you, over.
0: Would you drop him for one of for like Duke Johnson?
1: No, I not I for that long because you got
0: to make a move like right now with the with the pickups. So no,
1: I mean Jeff Wilson is if he was on your waivers, we'd be saying you have got to pick him up for the shot because you know we're talking about Rashad Penny, one of the only guys that could get 15 touches. Jeff Wilson's in that category if Elijah Mitchell is out, but I know he's been very
2: disappointing for fantasy for a deeper league. Give me a name, uh, f- super deep leagues. You're looking at uh. He possibly Rex Burkhead or David Johnson for the Texans. Johnson is is really actually only available in half of leagues. Burkhead was on his way, honestly, to a very good fantasy day. 11 carries for 40 yards, four receptions for 26 yards. But then he left uh, with a hip injury. We don't currently have an update on, on how that will shake out. And then the deepest one of all is Craig. It's Craig Reynolds from the Detroit Lions who – for for everything that you prepared for after Jamal Williams was the the shocking scratch over the weekend is okay. Well, uh, J- J- Jamar Jefferson is he going to be up here because he's their rookie who's got a good production profile? This was no. It's Craig Reynolds. Uh, if DeAndre Swift is back, then Craig Reynolds is completely irrelevant. But if they're moving forward, and uh, last week the report was they're going to be concerned that Jamal Williams will miss two weeks. I would pr- presume that puts him in the uh, unvaccinated category because then you have the the length of time that you have to miss. It's mandatory. But if Craig Reynolds is the last man standing, they talked very, very kindly about him, and he gets the matchup with uh, with Arizona that Sony Michel just had some success. So the deepest of leagues, that's where I'd Likely be looking.
0: You like him more than De'arnest?
2: I do. I would just like if Chubb is still there, and if when the split between Nick Chubb and De'arnest Johnson, what we've seen of that is very, very few opportunities for for Johnson. They they haven't split it up like they do with Kareem.
0: Give me your favorite tight end waiver pickup of the week.
2: Oh, it's it's Ricky
1: Sills Jones. Um, I know he was a massive disappointment this last week. Uh, people will not want to play him, but I, I think that is a, a mistake. You have one of the best matchups for tight end, uh, imaginable. Um, in fact, I think it is the number one matchup against Philadelphia this week, and you could have no Terry McLaurin. So he was, you know, he was on the field enough, getting back to health. Um, I think that he'll be more involved this week. He would be my
2: guy. I would say uh, the the main guy for me, I, I do like Ricky, but Austin Hooper needs to be brought up. Of He's been seeing targets lately. He has, he's coming off the big week here against Baltimore, so he's at least interesting. And then like the deep league add at tight end to me would be rookie Brevin Jordan for the Houston Texans. Uh, he saw seven targets. He's not on the field a ton, but he's still running a good amount of routes, and they're just... And that's two top 12 weeks in the last three here for Brevin Jordan, who I really liked him coming out of college. And they're they're looking towards the future, right? They announced that General Mills is starting the rest of the season no matter what. They're trying to figure out what they have. And it's very possible that over these last four games that Brevin Jordan sees an increase in snaps and work.
0: I like Davis Mills. Is that okay to say? Yeah, well, I think allowed.
2: Yeah, He's been surprising for his... His situation and his draft style. I, I think he's looked better. He's had strings
0: during these games where he's looked better, in my opinion, than Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson sure. or Justin
2: Fields. Those are things you have to whisper, As though. a
0: pure passer. Like, we didn't even really know his name coming out. And yet he has, uh, what, 331 yards last week passing? I don't know. I've been kind of impressed. Like, we wanted to discount uh, Brandon Cooks, and, and he's – been relevant with
2: davis mills at times yeah, so I mean, the fact that davis mills plus the general I mean, why not it, have that name in in the yeah. show for a long time yeah sure yeah. general mills but like that's now three 300 yard games that's and, not easy to do and the, those other two one was against the patriots and one was against the rams like, like it's with no it's, running game to, for his to situation speak up, right? i think he has been very impressive i
0: i actually think they may have they may not. They might want to go defense and and just stick with Davis Mills, um, because you could still end up drafting a quarterback and they could end up not good. Anyways, sure. give me your favorite two defenses of the week. Oh, come mine, on. mine are it's the Miami Dolphins. Miami's number one. Yes, and then uh, my second pick is probably. It's probably the Cardinals in Detroit um, with the Packers close behind against Baltimore, but they're traveling to Baltimore, so I will lean uh, Cardinals.
2: Sure. I, I won't disagree with that. Miami is the priority add. Um, not only do they get the Jets this week, but then the Saints and then the Titans. Like That that should be very fine. And f- Cleveland's uh, going
0: to be great, too, against Las Vegas. I mean, lo- look at what Las Vegas did last week against Kansas City. And right. This game's at home for Cleveland.
2: Yep. And uh, I'd like to highlight uh, again the Philadelphia Eagles, Washington, the Giants, Washington. That's a that's a pretty solid run for for three weeks in a row here. How and, many
0: Darius Slay touchdowns in that in that run? I mean, pr- probably, probably one. Probably one. I mean, I mean legitimately, Taylor
2: Heineke, Heineke lives
0: to supply tip drills.
2: And Heineke banged up. Like, there's no guarantee that Taylor Heineke is going to be good to go this week. Yeah, I agree. Let's
0: talk about quarterback options.
1: Full stream ahead.
0: I just saw the full stream ahead graphic, like I was watching it here on the YouTube uh, stream. And Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Baker Mayfield are on that train. Did we. Did, we Kirk, haven't updated that did yet. We curse those guys. <laughs> Kirk Cousins has been. What he's a top ten guy, right? Yeah, well, not when you look directly at him. He's like the, he's like the sun. You need to let him illuminate from <laughs> some Medusa situation. Yeah, just don't stare straight <laughs> at a, him.
2: No, you need a mirror. Yeah, no. No.
0: then you can fight him off. All right, full stream ahead. Quarterback streaming options. Look, if you're streaming in the fantasy playoffs, congrats on the rest of your roster because you have assembled uh, a juggernaut, and you need, you know, you need to pivot. So. Might not be a lot of you, but I'll throw Taysom Hill out there against Tampa Bay. The running game is going to struggle. Tampa Bay does a great job of shutting that down. Taysom can get outside the pocket. He can play poorly and still give you a great fantasy week. Taysom is a career quarterback
2: one. There you go. It's only six games, but that's 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 literally never not been a quarterback one on a week.
0: In week six, Jalen Hurts, 115 passing yards against Tampa Bay. You're like, "Wow, Tampa Bay shut him down." Yeah, it's gross. He finishes the quarterback 5. <laughs> so that's the uh, template.
1: Um I, I'm going with Jimmy G uh I against Atlanta. You. The Atlanta matchup is phenomenal. Even last week um with Cam Newton and PJ Walker taking turns at being terrible at quarterback, they combined for top 12 production <laughs> given up by Atlanta. Um Jimmy G's been pretty good lately. This is back-to-back weeks where he's thrown for Basically 300 yards and two touchdowns in both weeks. I think it was like 296. Um, and if you look at the weapons, since week nine, Brandon Ayuk's been a wide receiver one for fantasy. George Kittle is unbelievable. Um, you could tap pass your way with Debo Samuel to a hundred yard touchdown. Uh, so the matchup in Jimmy what, G. 99. I- Sure, ninety nine yards. Thank you. Let's that, let's be accurate. That would that would be impossible. <laughs> um yeah, so I, I think Jimmy G is is fine. Over the last six weeks, Atlanta's allowing the fourth most fancy points to quarterbacks. And I will
2: go against the team that over the last six weeks allowing the most points to the quarterback position. I'm talking about the Minnesota Vikings, and I will be streaming Justin Fields who it's it's not what you had hoped so far this season for Justin Fields, but he has looked competent. He is, he's is he got some fast guys on the team, that is for sure, that can help you pad the stats. And on top of that, he's running. Nine for 74 against the Green Bay Packers. A few weeks back, over 100 yards on the ground against San Francisco. 45 on the ground against the Pittsburgh Steelers. If he's going to continue to do that, he gives you at least a safe baseline. Uh, and there is some upside because the matchup is so delightful. There were a few
1: designed rollout runs for him in that Packers game where I was like, yes, where has this been? Uh, We only saw that with the one game when Nagy was on the the COVID IR, but that was there, and it was really nice for his fantasy production, the confidence in
2: in being able to play him. Justin Fields still very fast.
0: Yes, no doubt, and that can be a lot for fantasy mm-hmm. I will throw this out there before we close out the show don't just play offense in the waiver wire oh yeah, yeah, yeah. play a little defense mm, if yes. uh, maybe play defense with the defense because your opponent this week needs to pick up a great defense And Miami's sitting out there and you've already felt good because you've got Arizona but go play
1: offense yeah may- maybe Lamar Jackson is your opponent and Taysom is on the waiver wire you don't need him but you sure don't want to play against them if they lose Lamar Jackson, something that's, like
0: that. That's strategy. That's not Bush League. That's not no, doing nothing. That's playing the game of fantasy football. Go take players away from your opponents so you can win.
1: Yeah, we call it the <laughs> Just go. No, no, we no. Do. The block. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Yeah, you do have to say that if you take that player. Uh, once again, we want to thank Traeger Grills. Grilling season never ends with Traeger. Keep that wood-fired flavor coming all year. Long Mm -hmm. (laughs) meat in my belly. Uh, Six and one versatility. You've got Wi-Fi. You can monitor your cook
1: from anywhere. How's the weather outside? Don't matter. Don't matter. How's the weather inside? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, you're smoking. Smoking some meat is what you're doing. Make it a wood-fired winner with Traeger. Go
2: to Traeger.com/slash-footballers and make sure you check out Pristine Auction, the best sports sports (laughs) memorabilia site out there. spurts Things that are available right now, a Devontae Adams-signed mini helmet sitting at just $26. Go win that. A Dawson Knox-signed jersey right now just sitting at $50. Bucks. PristineAuction.com. Use the registration code BALLERS. Get a $10 credit.
0: All right. That is going to do it for today's show. We've got uh, we've got a Dynasty download on tomorrow's show, Brooksy. Oh, oh yeah. You <laughs> ran that by the, uh, the higher-ups here at the Fantasy Footballers? He
2: did. Yes, I did.
0: All right. Very excited about that. I know you did. I know you did. Yes, yeah, that was you. It doesn't matter.
2: It was me. <laughs> he may not have ran a bias. So we're going to look at the show doc, and if it says do a dynasty download, we're going to do one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, Brooks, very. Brooks runs runs things around here anyway. But
2: so, but also plenty of week week 15 content as well.
0: Yeah, we got buy sell. Got the Thursday night preview. Got mailbag. It's going to be a fun show, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. That'll do it for today's episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Thank you for reviewing the show. Thank you for being with us all year. It's about
2: to get really fun for a lot of you. You made it in. Congratulations. It's go time. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Thank you
1: for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the
2: FFBallers.